0: Welcome, everybody, to Dead Talk Live. And tonight we have writer, director Neil LeBute and star, co star, star, same thing, Gia Groverton from the upcoming movie House of Darkness that is releasing in theaters tomorrow, September 9th, and then available on video on demand Tuesday, September 13th. Guys, welcome to the show. How are you both doing?
1: Great.
2: Great. Thank you for having us. It's exciting.
0: Uh, We were chatting before we went live on the movie House of Darkness and how it is really, really good. I really enjoyed it. We're going to be breaking it down without giving away any spoilers. So (laughs) let's get right to it. Now, Neil, House of Darkness is a reimagining of Bram Stoker's Dracula characters. Uh, What? How, when you were writing this script, how were you gonna make this your story stand out from the other similar stories that have taken this path?
1: Well, the good news with uh, with Stoker's novel is, you know it's been around for over a gosh, you know, over a hundred years and hundred twenty years and and um it's just such a strong original story that that people have been able to pull it in all directions and and create many many you know takes on it versions of it and uh i i years ago adapted it dracula for the stage i worked on the van helsing uh sci-fi series uh and we even went as far as having a a female play dracula in that so mm-hmm. um it's you know it's it's one of those very sturdy myths that can take a lot of lot of uh wear and tear and so i knew going into it that we could we could look at a little portion of it i always loved the weird sisters and uh and thought we would could do something kind of a, a modern adult fairy tale adult sounds you know that's a word you got to be careful with but it's a you know it's a you could take it and do something fun with it
0: i i definitely agree with the fairy tale. we're going to get into that a little bit more in a second gia you play lucy um mm-hmm. Lucy comes across as very modern, as opposed to her sister, Mina, who is more old fashioned, old school. Uh, How do you explain the difference between those two sisters?
2: I think we made a conscious decision to have uh, a specific history about these women and what their origin story was. Um, And I think when we got there, we wanted to show the different kind of um, permutations and and ways that women deal with men. So you you have women who are maybe a little more Mm old-fashioned, or maybe women who are a little more observant and cool and laid back, or someone who's just kind of waiting around ready to go. I mean, I think that there was discussions with Neil about you know, just a general kind of Dracula backstory and what vampires are like, and kind of all of that lore and what that what a life would be like yeah. if one were to be a modern vampire. Um, and so I think that the conscious decision was having someone who was going to be this observer who's trying to kind of figure out almost a little bit of a detective of of what's this what the actual situation is going on.
0: Exactly, uh, Neil. You know, you can't but not notice the costuming. Uh, Lucy, again, more modern. Mina, more period-type dressing. Uh, yeah. How important was that? I mean, I picked up on it right away just by looking at oh, Mina. Right. Yeah, tell us about that.
1: Well, you know, when you have a small film, a chamber piece, there's four four actors really in it, um, and, and it's kind of working almost in real time. It's not quite... You know, it's not like one take but it feels as if it's happening in the actual time that, that the story plays out uh, you know that people are going to essentially have one outfit so that outfit's really important anyway you know to tell as much as you can mm-hmm. about those people um g has always been someone i've worked with her many times and uh, she's someone who's very interested in what the character kind of builds her character with the costume so so that's important you get a lot of feedback that other people are are interested in what the costume designer has to say or you have to say they bring in a certain thoughts you know some people have have uh, pictures even Kate was very interested in a specific kind of look and we incorporated that into it you know and and even even dialogue wise I went back and I wanted there was a, there was a moment where um Justin's character says yeah she's you know what she's just kind of weird but she's that, that's what's fascinating about her yeah. I'm really drawn to her because you don't see anybody like her you know she's not like the the women at work she's she's so different I think and, there's a line
0: he says I'm still trying to figure you out or something along those <laughs> lines
1: yeah yeah I mean he spends he spends pretty much the whole evening trying to figure her out now you mentioned fairy
0: tale earlier Mina does come across in a very fairy tale like manner When you were developing your version of Mina, what was the inspiration for that fairy tale?
1: Well, from Mina on down, you know, it's, it's, look, it's, you know, a full moon hanging over a a big house in the woods. It it starts right from, you know, almost childhood fairy Mm -hmm. tale. You know, Uh, we've got the the poster, the the film itself opens with a a title card that says once upon a time, you know, we, we wanted to make no bones about the fact that this was was happening within the framework of a, a kind of gothic story, mm-hmm. so it wasn't. Sometimes there's. I, I've I've always been interested in the dynamics of of men and women and, and relationships and all of that, and this was a springboard uh, to do that again, but but through the these these kind of horror sensibilities. But you know these these women are very special. They're very particular. Yeah. Um, you can't just say, oh, here's three women off the street. I mean off very particular streets perhaps, but, <laughs> but it's, um, you know, you're, you're, you're using them as kind of archetypes and, and they're not just, um, you know, any, any woman today, um, it's, it's, it's a much different game you're playing. So, exactly. um, every, everything, you know, the, 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 cinematographer, Daniel Katz, wanting to shoot as much by candlelight as he could and firelight, um, you know it, very particular things that that helped create that whole world uh, from the actors and myself and yeah. and the creative departments
0: absolutely gia yeah, justin long is so good at playing a variety of characters okay mm-hmm. we see him in the beginning awkward trying to he's trying to score basically he's trying to hook mm-hmm. up with this girl um What was it like working opposite of Justin and seeing him, you know, do his thing and especially that scene where you two are on the rooftop uh, Mm. talking just before you started telling that story?
2: I've been an admirer of Justin's work for this project, and I think he's a, a chameleon. I think he's a really uh, versatile actor who has such incredible talent in so many different realms, be it horror, be it comedy, romantic comedy. You know, he can... Yeah. He can I've seen him on the stage. I mean, he's he's such a talent. So, um, you know, and I think something that Justin really does play well is the kind of everyman, you know, yeah. like the, the fill-in for, like the regular guy, the dude who just like wants to be here and have a good time. So uh, it was so, it was fascinating to be able to with coming in with what I had going on in my mind and also feeling like this guy's in in this house, he's in my house, like what's he doing? You know, using all of those elements. We're also, this was the first thing we shot post lockdown. It was April and May of 2021. We shot in an actual castle in Arkansas. I mean, there were so many weird elements We're shooting 11 nights straight, you know, 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. It was all kind of this weird uh, mixture of stuff. So, you know, we're like walking around totally sleep deprived with face shields on, not, you know, trying to to cover (laughs) ourselves. We didn't really have a ton of interaction. There wasn't like a lot of time to get to know each other or anything, but it was just jumping right in and trusting. And, you know, obviously... Uh, Kate and Justin are incredibly capable actors, and they had been there, and they were already setting this like really crazy, cool chemistry. Like there was a lot of stuff percolating, and I just got to kind of be there and witness it, and mm-hmm. then and then go right in. I mean, you, you when, you're, when you're dealing with right that caliber of performance, it's easy.
0: Yeah, you melded right into it. You know?
2: Yeah. Thanks.
1: <laughs> he spent most of a lot of her free time, if there if there was such a thing, uh, <laughs> just over in a corner with her, because she has this big, long monologue, so constantly, like, running that monologue, you know, knowing that at some point I'm going to have to shoot this monster. And um, and so she, she you know, was, was great about rehearsing that because it wasn't a lot of rehearsal time. Which well, is actually,
0: I was going to ask that, and I'll ask it now. there, it seemed like you did a lot of long shots, especially with that monologue. Yeah. It, was that one long, continuous shot?
1: Well, we we cut into it because we covered it with a couple of cameras, but um, I could have easily, I mean, she could have easily run it, you know, she ran it several times all the way through. She had it from beginning to end. There was no need to like, oh, I'll stop and cover it from another angle because you only know this much. (laughs) She could repeat it probably still now. I just Uh,
2: remember the AD being like, okay, everybody settle in. This is a 14 minute take. Here we go. (laughs) Oh
1: my God. And that's and the that, beauty of of now. You know, you used to have to you were you would worry about running out of film. Now you know with digital you no. can you can really go on long long takes if you if you have the chance and you have actors who can do it. So it's uh, it's fun to let actors act you know and play with each other and not worry about you know making that chemistry in the in the editing. It's like real people really talking. Yes, so exactly. There was a lot of talk and, and everybody did admirably trying to trying to get it all on on, on camera.
0: Absolutely. Now, Gia, uh Justin's character who is named is Hap, short for Hapsworth. Uh Hap,
1: Hapgood. Hapgood.
0: Hapgood. Hapgood, I'm sorry. Uh no, that's right. he seemed very he seemed a lot more comfortable with Lucy. Uh more relaxed. Is that because do you think Lucy Didn't talk to him the way Mina talked to him in these uh, uh, riddles and mystic fairy tale kind of a way. Lucy spoke to him as a regular person, and that made him feel more comfortable. While the way Mina talked to him really kept him on edge the whole night. Because see, the characters, his character, seemed a lot more relaxed with Lucy than with Mina. Interesting.
2: Interesting. Yeah. I, I, I see that. I see that there is a way that that could be seen that way. I just think it's, you know, we're, we're what, there's a commentary on how men interact with women and mm-hmm. how men interact with different kinds of women and that um, there can be, a, like for certain people, there can be this kind of game being played or when a man and a woman get together, it's just two people talking and having a, a dialogue. And I think it's just being able to show how we shift and adapt to other people. And 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 potentially there was like, you know, maybe Lucy wasn't necessarily the initial object of his affection. And mm-hmm. so he felt like he could let his guard down a little bit more. I could see that. Um, that it's, it's it's interesting but that you, did, you say you that. Did float,
1: <laughs> you did float the idea that, that Hey, if you too want to, you know, yeah, uh, are open-minded. So, th- so there was there was some sense of that, but I think that's interesting. I think the you alcohol was right. definitely playing a factor. You, well, there's plan. that too. <laughs> I, would also, I would also forward the theory that, and I think Justin was was in this world because uh, I could see it as we as we shot that he was imagining that you know that the drinks were counting and anything that she might have put in a drink. Yeah, you know, so so it was stacking up that he was getting more inebriated by the time that he met lucy he was feeling a little looser yeah yeah. with her and so so, inhibitions are gone yeah and then more drinks come up up when when uh when mina comes upstairs and so i think by the time he's downstairs telling his story he's feeling no pain you know Uh,
0: yeah i totally agree with that now let's talk about the great kate bosworth okay she is uh mina uh did you neil did you write this with the kate in mind or uh, was it a process for you to no. find your Mina?
1: You, you know, it's it's always that for me. It's rare that I write for somebody because mm-hmm. um, it's just it, it's it's hard to make those things work out. You know, and 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 to wait the time for someone to be free. Or um, I have been in the in the world of um, in the theater. Say writing for a a person because you're doing a a benefit or you know you're adapting something for someone. But when it's just my own stuff it's usually my belief that there are so many good actors out there that you know we could i could replace justin or i could replace kate um i love what they did but i could take gia out and put some uh, terrible idea Gia, i would you know but you you know you know as well as i do that that how many talented actors there are out there uh damn it right because mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you have to you have to you know try and, and fight them for those jobs but it's um there's a lot of gifted people and so why don't you write a character you want to write that character as, as cleanly as, as as you can for where that character needs to go and then you just hope that an actor comes in and breathes a particular kind of life into it and because everybody has their own sort of x factor that's what they bring that's special to it you know exactly uh, if if you didn't have justin who has this kind of boyish charm i think on the page that character could have come off a lot differently you know or put another actor in there and you might not have given him as much rope as you do because he kind of you know charms you a little bit yeah, that, um, in a way that, that another actor might not yeah um, Another Acromin just tried to play it oh I'm gonna play it really sexy or really brooding or you know whatever it would so, not have
0: worked if the male Justin's role was an alpha dominant male it would yeah, not it have would, worked
1: you wouldn't have had the same you wouldn't get the same laughs you know exactly. of watching this guy you know with 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 bad game you know trying yeah. <laughs> to uh to sound like'm I'm, I'm just a super nice guy and you you know you can see a mile ahead of him where he's going. And, um, and and part of the part of the fun is knowing where the movie's going. You know, is sitting back and going, I just can't wait to see, you know, what's yeah. gonna happen to this Yeah,
0: guy. but you know sort of where it's going, but you don't know what the story is.
1: That's right. And yeah. that's what
0: well, that's where the suspense factor comes in.
1: Yeah. And that's hopefully the fun of it, is, Yeah, you know, you've, you've seen this kind of thing before and you can look at it and go, Hey man, don't why, why would you go in that house? But you know Why he goes in the house? It's yeah. obvious. Yeah. You know, he has one thing on his mind and, yeah. and by the end of the movie, he has more than one thing on yeah, his mind. Exactly. <laughs> now Gia, you.
0: here is the, uh, for me, it's a million dollar question mm-hmm. because we see it change. But how would you describe the relationship between Lucy and Mina? It changes throughout as the movie progresses. Yeah. But deep down inside, what do you see as their true nature relationship like?
2: Um. Yeah, I mean, I think that that sisters have the hierarchy right Mm -hmm. and there's always one who's who's dominating and then there's the kind of subordinate and how do we feel about that and things can change as as um the night goes on or as the situations go on and um i think there was an effort made about not just power structures between men and women but power structures within the women themselves and how how this night unfolds and um you know, I think that it's a it's a real, the, Mina has a lot. She says a lot about honesty and telling the truth. And you know, she's asking Pap if are you being honest or is that a fib or whatever. And so I think that there there's this this idea about truthfulness and honesty that is important for these women. And so Lucy might be looking at Mina at, at the situation that's going on and is like, are you being truthful right <laughs> now, honey? You know, like what's going on here? Like, let's, let's, let's hold the mirror up a little bit more. So I think that like, again, Lucy, because she's kind of stealth, she's all in black. She's a little more coming out of the shadows. She's an observer. She's a detective. She's figuring stuff out too. And I think that that is also in the relationship with her sister.
0: That makes perfect sense. Now we heard the story on how you memorized the lines and you had (laughs) them nailed. What was the mindset that you got into to deliver that story, that speech, the climax, where everything is revealed?
2: Um, I think it. You know, you. you I, I come from the theater, and so the the word of the writer is just like it's golden. It's everything, and Neil is such an incredible writer on, on on stage and on screen and, and so I just wanted to make sure that I was honoring the words as best as possible. And in the situation that we were given, you know, I in that that monologue to me feels like it's my moment of sentencing mm-hmm. someone, basically. I'm gonna yeah. give you this whole run-up and then I'm gonna give you your sentence at by the end. And so this is how as as if I were the judge, the morality judge I want to give, honor Neil's words as much as I can, but I also want to, from my heart, tell you what I'm, what I'm deciding about you as a, your fate, basically. Exactly. And that's kind of, you know, you just have to use that as your North Star. And, and I was directed to just, you know, go with it just to go. Yeah. It was, it was such a gift.
0: Now Neil, as the filmmaker, now that the movie is done, shooting is over, we can now openly say with Gia in front of us that that was the critical moment of the film. I know you <laughs> you know, you didn't want to make her nervous or anything like that. Oh, sure, but yeah. the movie that was the center on the top, you know? If if that scene did not work, then the movie doesn't work. And Gia nailed it. Yeah, no um,
1: pressure, right? <laughs> no pressure. Um you're, but you're're you're, you're you're astute about that which is 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 nice to hear because it's um, these movies have a certain you know expectation that people bring into them and, and it's not always that there's going to be something emotional in it and certainly not from from that side of the uh, you know of the of the of the playing field and to have her uh, you know tell the story as simply and beautifully as that but also you know, as movingly as that, Yeah. Um, you hear and go, "Oh, that's your backstory." Wow, that's a, that puts a whole different light on on this, and, and it makes you rethink, you know, everything else that you've you've looked at, and and think about what this what this world really is. Um, you're you're right. If if it doesn't work, uh, that the emotional climax of the movie is is kind of not there.
0: It's not going to work. Now, yeah. uh, as a final question, Neil, I want to ask you this: throughout the film, I was getting this sort of feeling of an underlying theme of like the, just the relationships between men and women, not just today, but in the past, well, forever. Um, and we see that progress uh, as Mina, Lucy, and more surprises pop up. Uh, was there an underlying theme that you consciously wanted to put in there in regards to relationships between men and women?
1: you know again part of it is you're filtering through that imagine whatever world that you imagine and we talked a lot about what their backstories would be and, and how that world works and, and when you think about that that myth again and, and and realize at the core of it there's sort of that be careful what you wish for yeah. and people always talk about eternal life and wouldn't it be amazing to to live forever would it be really mm-hmm. and, and and these people are are looking at, at eternity like that you know and that and, and every day like just again and again and again and, and i bet and they've had a lot of time to consider what it was like to be around uh you know a patriarchy and be around uh you being told how to do things and and suddenly they're freer in a way than they've ever been but it's going to be perhaps forever exactly um, there's a lot to digest there It is. and think about it and, and 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 is it every night that you you know you bring someone even even there's a moment where, where Gia first comes on screen as, as Lucy it, you get this sense of like I've walked in on something not just walked in on something but I thought I was going out tonight yeah. you know and this I thought this was my night there's really a fun sistery thing going on there so now I got to deal with this thing that you brought home and what are we going to do with this and it's, it's a little bit of you know cat and mouse and playing with your food and and there was a lot of just little fun things like that we tried to Bring to the table that you don't always we didn't do want to go here's let's do what are the standards let's have fangs let's have red eyes let's <laughs> see have some you know the, they're going to change and have prosthetics and it was like we don't we didn't do any of that stuff no this, know, so it instead, wasn't needed this is this is instead maybe this is what it would really be like exactly. uh, and uh and uh, so so that was kind of fun to like create within the, the known world that everybody kind of loves, and I, I love it as much as anyone, uh, to go, well, here's, a, again, a slightly different take on men and women and a slightly different take on on that that whole vampire myth.
0: And, of course, the 100-plus-year-old story, the infamous Dracula, that will never die. It's just you can reshape it, remold it in so many I, different I ways. Not, cause
1: I, I enjoy the hell out of it.
0: uh, so do a lot of people and it it feels like you wanted to do this type of movie for a while and you and you got the opportunity and it came out great uh unfortunately we gotta stop here because if we continue we're going to be giving away spoilers because uh there's some great stuff that we can't talk about without ruining the film but before we go gia how much fun did you have shooting this
2: oh man i I, it's the best job in the world i felt like on a scale
1: of one to
2: two. <laughs> <laughs> Once I finally got back my circadian rhythm, it was awesome. Um, no, yeah. it like nice listen, you have a job. It's it was a total a, a wonder, and I'm grateful every single day.
0: Now, for people wishing to see this in the theater over the weekend, uh, just top cities. I'm assuming tomorrow, New York, LA.
1: I think New York, L.A., and then it spreads out from there to okay. fine cities across the country. And if it's not near a theater. And then, and then day, days later, it's on your Samsung. Exactly. Uh, Samsung. On Tuesday. Shockingly it's quick, it's now on your flip phone.
0: Yeah, welcome to the year of 2022. With movies coming yeah. out in theaters on Friday and available on Video On Demand on Tuesday. Check on it Tuesday, out. yeah.
1: It's It's, it's amazing. called
0: House of Darkness. It's, uh, it's a great story. Uh, beautifully told. Beautiful cinematography, the lighting that we didn't even get into, the costuming, just a great story, great set, great directing, great acting. You guys did a brilliant job. Thank you so much for coming on here and sharing just a little bit of the story. Guys check it out. It's called House of Darkness. I want to thank my guests uh, Neil Labute and Gia Krovatian for coming on here and sharing. Thank you to our viewers, those who are watching live, and those who will be tuning in later later on to watch this. On behalf of Neil, Gia, and myself, stay safe. Stay walking. Good night, everybody.
2: Bye. Thank you. Thanks,
1: everybody.